My birth name is Sean Tayobobo. I go by the name Sean TYB. You're welcome to the Sean TYB podcast. A lot of people have been asking me what TYB is. TYB is an abbreviation of my last name, of my son's name, actually. Um, I used to have a girlfriend in high school. Well, I thought she was my girlfriend, but she she kind of, um, that was like my code name. And I found out, I was like, oh, that's cute. I like it. So since then, I've been running with that name. And today, I have an amazing person, Grace Soul. I just met her a few days ago, and she's been energy, energy, energy. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sharon. That's very sweet. I am a Mary Samjaja, A-S-J, a.k.a. Like your T-Y-V. Well, a.k.a. A-S-J. A.k.a. A-S-J. Yes, 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 yes. You're welcome. You're welcome to my podcast. Um, like I said, we met a few days ago and it's been energy. I love your vibe. And I was like, I definitely have to have on my podcast because she's doing something really amazing. Right now I'm in your store, in your workshop, in your everything. And it's pretty. I like it. Thank you. Um, you know, I haven't been in the midst of a lot of girly things this much. I can't remember when. <laughs> but it's all good. Um... So, Anara, we want you to talk to the viewers. Is it viewers? Like the listeners. Yeah, listeners, listeners, yes, right. listeners. And um, tell them who you are, what you do, and why you are special. So, I'm Anara, I'm a girl. <laughs> what else? But, yeah, um, I'm a lawyer, and I'm a fashion designer, but I have great passion for my fashion. So, I have... Um, a fashion brand, a luxury brand called ASG Mode. I also have an MGO ASG Diamonds that helps build moral values in young girls and like a mentorship platform. And yes, I'm also a lawyer. <laughs> that's deep. That's a lot. Is that, is that overwhelming for you to be all these things? Uh, initially it was, but then eventually I got a hand of it all because I, I understand how important like they all are. Like every part of it is important. So I can't let anyone go. Okay. When when did you like start this fashion journey of yours? Um, so from the beginning, from as far back as I can remember, I've always had an interest for fashion of some sort. And I remember when I was in um, year nine, I took a um, particular interest in fashion illustration, um, and I was learning by myself. And by the time I was done from uni, I knew that when I was coming back to Nigeria, I wanted to do something in the fashion industry. I attempted doing something in fashion, like at some point in uni, but it was a um, bad collaboration, not device time. And then when I moved back to Nigeria, I knew it was something I wanted to start at, but materials, I bought like a small sewing machine that I still use now. Okay. We use it for buttonholes, but I still have it. <laughs> And I already have one of the small one that I use for deco. But those are the machines I came back with and they're sentimental to me because um that was when I knew that I wanted to go into the business of fashion. So like did you like you know you want to get into the business of fashion, did you learn skills, did you acquire skills in fashion or it's your self taught? So predominantly self taught. So um like I said, when I was learning illustration earlier on, when I was in year nine, I was um, learning via YouTube. Wow. Yeah, and YouTube. What year was that? Oh, gosh, year nine. Year nine was like 2008, 
and you're already learning stuff of YouTube. Yes. Uh, of YouTube, I mean. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. YouTube has been mega for a while. I'm just catching on. <laughs> I'm just catching on the past, like, year or two. Yeah. That's, like, my best tool. Oh. Like, YouTube is my... I go to YouTube more often than I go to Google these days. Yeah. No, I used to be a YouTube freak because I even learned how to make wigs at some point in uni with you through YouTube. Wow. Uh -huh. Like, there's some, there's some meals I learned how to cook via YouTube. Of course. Yeah, like YouTube was like YouTube, YouTube was oh no, I used to be obsessed with YouTube. I think right now actually I used to actually really be obsessed with YouTube. I don't like YouTube anymore that much now. Really? Not like I don't like it. I just don't spend as much time. Dope, dope. And has that transition been to actually now like uh I use the word practicing or being in the business of fashion in Nigeria, what are the basic challenges that you face on the day to day? Um the challenges that I face or that I had faced, right? There's so many challenges, you keep facing them. But the biggest challenge that I faced initially was stuff. Getting mm. good hands and keeping good hands. Yeah. And um, obviously in my own personal, my personal growth has affected my business growth as well. So in my own personal growth, I've learned that relationship with your staff actually helps you learn. Mm from them you actually learn skills from them and um when you value your staff and you consider the fact that they are human beings i put to an extent if not like majorly i put my staff before me like i will not say oh i'm going to have money and i'm going to make money and i'm going to keep all the money to myself and then pay myself first before my staff because i know that it's my business the fact that the business is having an inflow that's my money either way. So that I have to pay staff doesn't deprive me of anything. So I have to always value them. So I had challenges with um, showing that level of dedication to staff and then having people take advantage of it. But I feel like at the end of the day, with life and time and space, you always, positive energy always attracts positive energy. So yeah. um, I kept doing what I was doing. I kept being fair. I kept being consistent. And I started attracting good staff. And then that's when I had the boldness actually now to my store. So would you say like, just like you said, would you say staffing has been the biggest challenge you've had? In tailoring, staffing is always the biggest challenge. Like tailors are known for their harsh behavior mm. of how they don't stay. Yeah. But okay, so that again, that's one challenge that can easily be. So, it's not so easily, but it's, it speaks. It's, I think it's more about energy and personality mm. when you vibe with somebody. And they feel like they owe you or they feel like there's a connection they have with you they don't easily nobody is the freaking monster yeah well not a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> i well, i hear sourcing of like materials can also be a pain yes but the thing with sourcing of materials is that once you know good materials you know good materials once you know where to get them you know where to get them once you have that unlock mm -hmm. there's not much of a problem because like right now you're based out of abuja right Sorry? You're based out of Abuja. My students? Like, like ASJ. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're distribute to Abuja, but we're based in Abuja. Yeah. 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 And, because um, I just imagine, because I'm from Lagos, so I just imagine, like, Lagos has the best of everything of when it comes to, like, materials and sourcing and stuff. So, like, is that a challenge? And how do you mediate that challenge of okay. trying to source? Fabrics from other cities. Yeah, like, okay. So, basically, is, is the fabric market in Abuja, like, all you need is does it satisfy not all your all needs? I, not all I need. Like obviously, the bigger you go, the more you want to expand. So, um, when before when I had a smaller workshop, 
I didn't have need to stock up, stock up on excess fabrics. So mm-hmm. I had a loyal um, fabric supplier, which who had good my, like my um, level of materials yes. and was giving me at fair prices. And I was able to do my costing. So I was able to survive. And then now that I've moved to my store and it's a bigger space, I now need more fabrics and I, and I have space to stock up on fabrics. So what I would do is to maybe travel to like a bar or something and get mm. like a whole lot because I have the space for that now. But other than that, though, even from before when I was in the workshop, there are specific fabrics that I would get from um, from Dubai mm. or Switzerland for my menswear mm. because when you're going to the market in Nigeria to get that grade of fabric, you wouldn't find. Do you understand? Okay. So obviously for like high-end clients, and these are some fabrics that some of the big brands will go and charge like 200k, yeah. 300k, 500k to make. But um, because once you if once you have an interest in it and you know the market, you can give the same value at a, an affordable rate. Dope, dope, dope. And then so far, how's business been? It's been a growing experience. Um, I, I've learned from the business that I've learned about branding. Okay. I've learned that if you chase little profits in the beginning, you might not go too far in terms of branding. Mm-hmm. But because one thing is that you not invest so much in yourself and in the business. So a lot of things that have come from the business has gone back into the business and even some of my own stuff has gone into the business. Yes. Because I'm trying to create a brand or a name that's going to outlive me mm-hmm. and outlive my children. So I'm ready to invest in the name. Oh, and if there's work, if there's one thing that you've learned now that you've started business and you've been in business and you go back in time and like maybe advise your younger self, what would that be? Do exactly what you did. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, because um, there's nothing. There's there's nothing I would have done differently. Anything else I'd have done differently would have not allowed me to be here hmm. and would not allow me to go to where I'm going. So I'll just say. Do you be? Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. Oh, that's None. nice. That's nice. And um, you know, um who are your fashion icons? Like who are the people you look up to in fashion and be like, you know, like who inspired you to go on this path that you're on? Funny enough, I don't have a lot of fashion icons, but I have to, icons? I have I have I have people like I have legends that have gingered my vision or my idea of where I want to go to in life and um and it's basically based on documentaries and series about them and it's Coco Chanel okay. and Mr. Selfridge. Okay. So the owner of Selfridge is So like what what are those things that you you picked up from them or how did they inspire you? Is there anything specific about those people that Yes, what Stand, was specific, something that stands out. What was specific about them is that they, their aim was to create a brand, and they they did that. They've created brands that would outlive and have monopolized like fashion industry, mm. like even in death. Coco Chanel died like how many years ago, and right. legends have come and people have come and then have been chairman or CEOs of the, of that brand, and not necessarily have family members, yeah. but it will always be. Coco Chanel. It's, and like, it's like an too. institution. It's like an institution and selfish too. You know, even in his lifetime, you know, his son had to come and take over and off all of a sudden now there's like a lot of people that have bought into being 
the um, chief executives of Selfridges and it's still called Selfridges. So, you know, it's not one of those things that people come and buy out and they'll buy out your name and then you'll change the name. Yeah. You can't change the name because they've cre created such great power with the name. And any child that comes out of that lineage, even if they don't work in that place, they are freaking Selfridges. It's, it's yes. just mad. That's dope. Yeah. Um, I admire people that take the leap into following their dreams. You know, it's kind of what I'm trying to do myself, you know, with the podcasting thing. People ask me, oh, well, what's this? You know, what are you trying to do? What's, you know, I, this is like, I've been on this journey for a while and this is like another time where I'm like, I'm going to take this serious. Yeah. Take, push it as far as I can. And just like you said, create a brand, exactly. you know, and my brand to me is to inspire people through conversations that I have with people because I get inspired by conversations I have with people. I say that all the time and not just like in quote, people assume you have to be like in, you have to be friends with someone famous, someone big, someone to put you up in business. But I tell people, I get inspired by the people I meet every day. Like when I met you and, okay. you know, I, I stumbled across your lunch, yes. your lunch party. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's going on That's actually an investment profile. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is, something's going on here. There's a little party going on here. <laughs> uh, so I, and I came back, I, was like, okay. I looked at the clothes, I'm like, this is dope. This is really, really, this is really neat. And I was like, okay, this is, I, I need to get to know this person. Um, cause like I said, you're young and you're actually doing it, actually getting it, like putting your best foot forward, grinding. And that's that's something I'm really passionate about, people grinding and making a way for themselves, you know. So, but then there's also something that stands out just like me. I have faced this before in my own journey in, you know, not just in my personal career or like my professional career, also in my entrepreneurship career where I even doing this podcast, someone's going to use this podcast and be like, what's this shit? What's this rubbish? What are these people talking mm. about? Like, no, what's all that? And I'm not going to lie, it gets to me, you know, I want people to like the product I put out every day. How, how do you manage that as someone that designs clothes for people to wear and go out there and look great? You basically make people, you, you make people look beautiful. Mm. I've, I, is, is that pressure for you? Serious pressure. It's not even so pressure. The funny thing is, the funny thing is that even with this fashion thing, right, it's like there are good days and bad days. Yes. Most especially when you're starting off. And people expect you to be perfect because like, it's clothes. Thank you, because it's clothes, right? So most especially when you're starting off and you're trying to find hands, there's a lot of inconsistencies and yes. people can't tell. And sometimes eh, when people come and tell you, I'm like, ah, you can see the disappointment in their face. It's almost like, it's almost enough for you to want to give up. But several times I wanted to give up and I just felt instinctively that it was something I was supposed to do because I was still finding myself going back to it and trying to fix and trying to fix and improve. And sometimes you have to be honest with yourself about um, accepting those criticisms and seeing how you can change them or what you need to, or what you desire for it to be better like for me now at home i was saying things like oh if um when i get clothes and then the issues i'll feel so disappointed and i'm like oh if i was literally staying there i would have to I'll watch them do this thing yes. i'll be able to correct it blah 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 blah, blah. i used to say if i was if i was if i was and then 
like last 2019 last year my friend told me was trying to um was trying to vibe me about getting these spots like a like a proper showroom yeah. office everything and i was a bit reluctant but i understood that i needed to do that so i can create more and have places where i can hang things and show it right yeah. but i was a bit reluctant and fair enough i'm glad i was reluctant because um when it became the right time i was i had the right spots that i could afford and that could achieve help me achieve the vision that i wanted so if i if i took into the drive or the pressure at that time and i have messed up but it was a good drive it's something that now stayed at the back of my head because i knew that okay i needed this space and so when it came to points where i felt like okay i think i can do something about this space thing now i didn't stay in a comfort zone I didn't say, oh, let me wait for people to come and patronize me to the point where I now invested again back into the business. And I was like, okay, I had to move out. I had to do what I needed to do. And the funny thing, one of my biggest critics is my mom. My mm. mom is into fashion and style. My mom come and tell me, what's rubbish are you saying for people? Wow. Sometimes, before, <laughs> sometimes she used to go and literally go back to the workshop with me, get the tailors, go back and go show, rip the clothes off and make them sew it again. And it used to be so annoying and frustrating. So after I moved, I did my lunch. Mosi came yesterday, and she saw like this um, hoodling and hoodie Levi um, Levi collection I did. She wore it, and she just her head just scattered. She said, "That's what I'm talking about." I was like, "Ah!" I said, "Yes, I have achieved." So I had to do the right thing. I had to move out of my comfort zone. I had to make the big move so that it helped open my mind. So the criticism kind of was good for the movement. But like it's easier said than done. How how do you manage that? How do you manage like oh okay. So the question is how do you what do you do to to balance yourself in times like that where you have criticisms that basically like dampen your spirit? I was depressed though. I I got depressed several times about what I was doing. But I had to get angry, I got mad. And I had to take drastic decisions. And I just said to him, I have to be happy. And how much do I love what I'm doing? And do I actually think that what I'm doing is cool? Like the things I, I thought have been cool. Like my men's natives, like nobody can touch that ball about that. So I've always been, I've always been dope with my men's natives. So nobody can even say anything. If there's any error, it's an error. Like, and I can fix it. Yes. But things like with my female, my ready to wear, there were things that I had struggled with. So... When you wear something, you know in your heart that's okay, yes, yeah, so they, this might be chatting, whatever this might be chatting might make sense, right? Sometimes you just have to just vex and yeah. just do it. But when you know what you're doing is good, people won't chat. But at the end of the day, most people will say the good thing. Like, most people, when you're doing something that's good and you know you're doing it well, most people will be on your side more than the people that will chat bullshit. And I would say, what you're saying now, you actually have to get to that level where you can um, use these things that you just said because it's it's uh, it's a process. You don't just mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wake up one day and someone criticizes you yeah, and then you just and you just be like, you know, fuck it, no. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna do me. It's a process. Yes. Like I have been through that process for like two, three years, where like I tried to try my hands at certain things, and people. If I, in, the funny thing is, I don't even. I'm my own worst critic, mm. and I'm at this stage or level now where I'm like, you know, regardless of whatever I think, because I, 
I was standing in my own way. Exactly. And now I'm like, you know, fuck it. I and people used to just tell me, oh, we love what you do. It's amazing. But I'll be like, really? Yeah, maybe you should, you should, you should listen to that. I, yeah. So now yeah. I think I'm also mature enough, and, and I, that's why I also believe in like timing. I feel like God's time yes. is actually really the, the best. best. Yes. And you probably may have. This, this this is like yeah. When did ASJs actually kick so, off? Um. So, uh, creatively, like we've been, creatively we've been in since twenty sixteen, but in terms of proper structure and uh, like proper business structure, we've been in since um twenty nineteen. And that's a process. That's like yeah. three years, have uh, Yeah, four years in long and two years in terms of like paper and pen. Yeah, and. And, and it was a whole process. And even before the 2016, there was a process prior to that. Exactly. So, yes. yeah, timing. Timing is very key. And timing is one of the most important things Actually. that you would ever, Actually. ever, ever, like, use in business. So that's really mm-hmm. dope. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. So what's the plan? What's the plan for ESJ mode? Hmm. You know, going forward. Yo, big plans. Um. I've always had this thing in the back of my mind whether I would do branches. So basically, my friends make fun of me, mm. which is true, but I said I'm going to be like the Zara. Yeah. So um, Zara does luxury stuff, but at affordable rates. Yeah. Right? yeah. At, at first, I said I was going to be Chanel, but <laughs> I thought about it. I said, no, I want to be Zara. I want to wear things that you go out and you're wearing something that's dope. But then it's affordable, so I can sell out. Because I became a business thinker. I met a friend that taught me how to think money-wise. I supposed to just... Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, are you going to give any tips on or any... Um, how you plan on going about doing that? Um, Like you said, process. Yeah. Once I believe, like I, I always believe, like, once I've thought it in my heart, like opportunities, time, space, everything will happen and to fall in line. So, obviously, the reason why I'm, I don't have it now is because I'm not ready for it now. Okay. I'm not designed for it now, but I believe that once it's time for it to get there, nothing will stop it. So far, so I have the drive and the passion. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nothing will stop it. So, what's your latest collection right now? Like the, late, the most recent collection that you have? The most recent collection we did for the launch of everything yes. um, is called the grass or grace collection mm. in grace in hebrew and um very spiritual undertone highly spiritual <laughs> highly spiritual undertone what's the, what's the okay i was going to ask what's the influence yeah there? so mm. um basically it's the like what you said god's time is the best and when god is doing his things he makes the provision and so in moving to this space, there was a lot of sacrifices that were made. And in terms of creating the collection concept, it was almost like almost working with scarce resource. But then, like, beautiful things were coming out of literally nothing. And we put things together. And when you now look back, I'm like, what did you just put all that together? And you realize that it was not just you, it was God. And then that's the essence of grace. So as I've said, my first formal launch is going to be called Grace Collection. And somehow I feel like because 
I'm a very spiritual person and I've dedicated my whole business to God and I believe it's God's business. To be honest, it's also a smart thinking because I know that once God is in charge of it, it's going to go well. So I literally just put it on him. So I believe that um so this is the first one because grace opens the door for everything and over time so most of the collections will be inspired by God. Yeah. Mm. So um how do you do business? Is it like um you of course have your collections but at the same time you um i don't know like <laughs> i don't know much about fashion to be, i just because like, i'm here in this wonderful space i can see your racks are filled with like beautiful clothes but at the same time i can see that you're that you were just before, when i walked in here you're working on like going like a bespoke yeah exactly yeah. okay so you're so you do bespoke so stuff, do. Yeah. i just learned that word recently what do you mean of that word recently by <laughs> the way yeah <laughs> So like be spoken what like yeah. Alakat is to exactly to food. I'm learning. I'm learning. I just like that. She last week. So so you do be spoke too. Yes, I do be spoke. We do ready to wear. We introduced ready to wear. Started off with be spoke. Yeah. So we just introduced the ready to wear. Actually, we tried to introduce ready to wear before. That's when I said we weren't too ready. Yeah. But now our ready to wear is ready to wear. Like it's proper good now. Yeah, and that's then the, also the, the, the Zara vision. That's the Zara vision. Yeah. Yeah. So the bespoke can still be a Chanel vision. Don't say that. But yeah. So um, we're also going to be running an academy. Yeah. Children Academy. That vision is big. Okay. The I academy. think you were telling me yeah. about something yeah. like that this morning. Yeah. 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 So we're going to have an academy. So the academy. Um, obviously is going to teach about fashion. The academy will be, will be learning about fashion and all of that. But um, the vision is that to have like a proper institution, like university hall, space, yeah. campus, everything, and you're learning everything fashion, and we grow businesses from scratch. Let me not chat too much before I start. Then yeah. somebody will hear me. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm going before me. No, my seniors. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so yeah, so that's how that's how um the fashion industry for me is working ready to wear bespoke and then the academy don't uh, um, i'll be definitely following your progress Please uh, i followed you on instagram this morning i don't know if you noticed uh, check. Uh, yeah, check check follow us back please yeah follow us back please. <laughs> yeah i might do like um what is your social media where people or how can people check out like the stuff you do and you know reach out to you and um, you know maybe bespoke things or maybe yeah okay you know, so apply for the academy yes <laughs> so um so we have um our instagram asg mode okay it's just that asg mode then we have our website www.asgmode.com okay yes. so guys uh, make sure you check out what um she has check out uh outfits or collections um you know Feel free to follow, feel free to like, you know, these things help, trust me, they do, they help us, uh, like, we young people need to support each other, we, yes. we have no one else, um, the government is not helping us, <laughs> we're all trying to help ourselves mm-hmm. here, so I'm really big on supporting my friends and families and, you know, people that I meet, especially people who are in business, because I'll be smashing like buttons for no reason. Ah. <laughs> I'll just be smashing like buttons because it's crazy. I actually smack and uh, like I actually like people's videos and pictures and um, stuff on YouTube, on yeah. Instagram, Facebook, just cause like I just I know how it feels when you wake up in the morning and you check and someone like likes or comments ah. on 
on your on your work it's everything it's amazing like it pushes your spirit it makes you makes feel you like you're on the right it. path yes yes and like gives you impetus to go again exactly like a like can basically brighten up someone's day it's like one of my uncles them god rest so he was like a father to me family friend though his name is the one on like the um, memorial on the wall here oh, okay that man gave me reason to keep doing ESG. whether even if we waste a button in his trouser he'll still order like five more like yeah. every year or every quarter at least i'll get like two or you know just keep and you hype i'm like ah oh, i can't wear any other child if it's not ESG. Yeah. ESG, she makes so much and when his friends come he'll show off and that was the ginger that i needed and i was like for a person of such repute yes to actually acknowledge my work so when he passed was most of us that's thing. all you need like right now that's all i'm trying to do focus on the people who support me exactly just leave like whoever exactly. doesn't support me yet that is you know yes it's not like, easy, focus yeah. on the, focus on the energy, man. The guys, people give me Yo, the positive, positive energy. energy, and those focus and that. That's what I'm trying to oscillate in the positive energy right now. You know, people that have great vibes, and mm-hmm. that's what me and Mono. I can't even fun. Yeah. I can't even fun. But man. sure, you're doing really good. This is really good. This is really deep stuff. Like even just talking, like I feel better about myself. Like after speaking to you now. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying keep carrying. Uh, carry on, carry on. Okay, now you're, you're doing good. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for um, giving me the opportunity to talk to you and you know understand what you do. I definitely know that whoever listens to this is gonna draw some inspiration from you, from your journey and the way you go about your business and your passion for what you do is something that is very admirable and it's i can see it in your store i can see it in your clothes so i'm happy to you know, um i can't wait to patronize you you know put on the esj mode and swag on them no. the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so also me make sure you follow me on ig i'm really pretty much mostly on ig um shown tyb on ig yes that's me i just followed you yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell your friends, follow me. Definitely. And um, watch this space for more interviews. Um, I'm going to be on all platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, SoundCloud. Well, first, I'll be on YouTube too. iTunes. iTunes, definitely on iTunes. So um, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you comment. And thank you so much, guys, for listening and We'll be back with a new episode shortly. TYB signing out. I don't know if you want to say anything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.